Hey, Ryan, it's your dad. I've been waiting to listen to your uh, iPad, uh, I, I podcast, I guess it is, a podcast for, uh, you know, becoming a dad. I finally am listening to the first one. I'm sorry it's taking so long. You guys are funnier than snot. What a hoot. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> you like that theme song? I love that. No That's more great. MGMT kids remixes. We got my dad leaving a voicemail about <laughs> listening to this podcast. I like it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just don't want to get sued at some point, so I really need to come up with my own stuff for, uh, you know, some theme music or whatever. Um, this is Expecting Dad number five. We got Bill Johnson here. We also have Justin DeVries. How you doing, dude? Doing well. Good. How's it going? First timer. Yep. Bill's... An aficionado, I think, at the yeah. podcast game. First yeah. time on Expecting Dad, though. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yep. Today's uh, July 27, 2012. Um, and there's Monkey upstairs barking. Um, right on cue. For sure. She, oh, she always does it at the beginning, it seems. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, Bill does not have any kids. He is an expecting dad like myself. I am a fellow expecting this dad. This is the first time I've had someone on that's actually also <laughs> expecting so you probably, it, uh, we were talking before, we're, go ahead. We're about a month ahead of you, I think, yeah. right? Yep. And we were just talking, dude, Bill's got info jacked, coming out like all sorts of out of his ears. He's got freaking info. He's like, what? did you know, blah, 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 this, this, this. I was like, holy shit, dude. Why, did I, why haven't I had you on before now? You know? Well, we talked about, you know, immediately, since I'm kind of a month ahead of you, you know, doing that uh, right after we have the baby and then talking about that experience. Yeah. But I mean... You know, not a whole lot happens in the first couple of trimesters, it seems like, and then, uh, and then uh, you start to do the classes, and uh, you start to learn a little bit more, and and things For you sure. know start to roll. So yeah. as you get closer to that due date, things get a little more interesting. So I feel like yeah. I'm under a lot of pressure here since I'm the only one who's got a kid. I've no, I need to know all the answers. Did here. you just have one kid, Justin? Yeah, just one. How old? Yep, she's uh, about one and a half. Oh, so not so a year and a half old. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the guys we've talked to, I would say all the kids are under four, except for we had my father-in-law, and so he's got three daughters, you know, over twenty-five or whatever. Yep. So what's your daughter's name? Her name's Danae. Danae. Yep. Danae DeVries. It's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> she could be a movie star. Yeah, we were a little concerned about the name uh, at first. Uh, my wife always said, you know, do we want to do a D name with a with a D last, last name? name? You know, da, 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 that kind of thing. Hmm. <laughs> is it is it confusing? Is it, you know, unique? Is it too unique? Did, it rolls off the tip people... of the tongue, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, li- I like it. Nice. I like the first first name, last name, same. Yeah, and we always uh, argue about who came up with it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good name for us since, uh, you know, one person didn't need to convince the other person to go with it. So you, you both k- kind of liked it at the first time? Yeah, I saying? feel like I came up with it and brought it up to her, and she felt, you know, like she came up with it and brought it up to me, and yeah. we just kind of agreed on it. And Do you got names ready to go, Bill? Oh, man. We've got... Oh, a- <laughs> oh this is actually a big discussion this is a, uh, for Bill. I yeah. forgot because you're having a boy, right? And you're due, and you're due right. November twenty something, uh, September twenty second, twenty yeah. September twenty second. That's right. right. So yeah, month. yeah, because you're October yeah. thirty. Okay, yep. yep. So uh, uh, yeah, I think um, the name thing is what you'd call a can of worms. <laughs> you're opening <laughs> up. Um, yeah, my I, I'm the eighth William Johnson. In a row, isn't that crazy? Oh, and um, no, no pressure. And actually, believe it or not, the pressure is to the level where um, when we we decided to find out if we were having a boy or a girl, and that was probably the single most um, convincing 
factor for Monique, my wife, to hope that it was a girl <laughs> was because she didn't want to have to deal with the naming thing. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Well, she still doesn't because, you know, 100% you have to name it William. Well, that, that's almost that, what everybody that said. Would yeah. be what it was, but, but Monique... So no big Particularly, deal. Particularly, and, and you know, I, I am on board with, with, with her opinion as well, but um, as soon as we found out it was going to be a boy, that was the exact, that was the first thing that, that popped up into both of our heads was, all right, here we go. <laughs> Is it going to be William? And it's been, you know, I mean, it's basically been a month and a half since we found out that it was a boy and uh, we still, we still have a list, but um, we, uh, we have not decided for sure. Uh, which direction we're going to go with the uh, the naming? I heard some. Wasn't there some uh, idea that you maybe use the middle name William or something like that? Yeah, that's well. Yeah, there's no question that William will be involved with the name. Um, but I would say that's the most likely place is it, it'll get deferred to a, a middle name, and uh, and so the, yeah, we continue to talk about it daily <laughs> at this point, and it might come right down to. Uh, the wire. Right down to the wire. Once you know, once the baby is born, we might not decide until then. But so, how many people would be disappointed if it was not William? Uh, well, my mom for every, one. Every, every Johnson, least. yeah, <laughs> um, Johnson, and up from generations ago. Yeah, lots of people would be disappointed. Um, so basically, I think all all of my family, um, not all of my family, but my mom and uh, and a couple of my family members have definitely expressed that they they want or they they kind of expect the name William to come through and then uh, a couple of the family members that we've kind of asked about it have uh, have said yeah just do whatever you want you know a name is a name it's an individual to individual thing that shouldn't shouldn't be swayed by yeah. tradition or whatever and so kind of in between I'm actually um, you know I'm I'm fairly neutral with it Monique is um um you know she doesn't really like the idea of she the, has of to the name William it. thing. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't like the idea I think of the fact that it's set that it's predetermined. I think that's mm-hmm. that's part of it. And um and also just uh you know she it, it naming your kid should be you know a, f- a choice that it, you Yeah, make. it should be a fun, yeah. you know, decision and for so, sure. And so and I'm also on board with that. I I totally agree with that and um and I think even by doing William as a middle name uh, allows, I would, in my opinion, it would allow the kid to to have a choice on whether or not to go by that. And yeah. if you go by William, yeah, that's true. Then, uh, then why not make it continue the tradition? But um, so, so it's it's definitely a debate. Um, you know, for me being a William Johnson, with my dad being a William Johnson. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a few things that kind of there's pros and cons, mm-hmm. and um, and I'd say the cons have to do with first of all confusion, obvious confusion between identity. So your dad, like, I went by Billy, my dad was Willie, and so yeah, that's was right, your always, dad was Willie. There's a constant. Uh, you went by Billy? Yeah, I've never for, called you Billy. Yeah, for my or, childhood. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Let's call him Billy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, Billy. <laughs> That's Monique's so hilarious. Yeah. My family, yeah. They, she calls you call. Billy? She does, yeah. <laughs> it sounds so weird. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's always called me that just on a personal level, I guess. Little Billy. But, um, but yeah, you have that. Uh, in fact, my dad, 
uh, my dad and my credit score from one of the credit bureaus got mixed up and completely mixed up. So we were one person as far as the credit bureau was concerned. While you lived at the, his house? Yeah. When I was, basically I was, you know, between the ages of like 18 and 20. Wow. And, that sucks. And well, yeah, I mean, it depends on which direction you're looking at. I mean, my. I bet you that happens to Joe Johnson's all so the time. So you look up, you look up my credit report and it shows that I've got like a mortgage and, and I've got all this. <laughs> and then, you know, so it actually put my credit rating up and then my dad's, it. Don't you it screw affected, up your credit. Yeah. And so. Uh, Were you responsible at least? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, He's good, always yeah. been responsible. So, He's the most responsible at all. Yeah, my it's not like I, yeah, and Matt Elkma. But uh, you know, you run into that. You run into um, you run into identity problems and um, confusion. And I read a book um, or this name book that we actually have has a chapter about juniors and um, and the thirds and the thirds. And it talks about family pressure. It talks about. Um, the pros and cons of continuing a name like that, and and it includes those as definite cons, as definitely dis- disadvantages to have confusion with the name. Also, um, from a psycho, from a psychological standpoint, um, sometimes there's like a shadow that you live mm-hmm. under if if you have the same name as your dad. A lot of times, it has to do with a family business that yeah, someone's true. named after, but. But just just in identity, you are basically living under the shadow of that name, and so there's a lot of stuff to to think about with that. But I think we uh, we're we're leaning towards. You did a lot of research, didn't you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that's all you've been doing. What about you, Malat? You have any names we picked have, out? Well, we're not finding out what it is, right? So we have. We both have a couple in our minds for both sexes mm-hmm. um, that we've thrown out there a little bit, but we haven't really. I mean, we haven't co- had a conversation for more than two minutes about it. Because <laughs> I think, I think we're going to bring all our names to the table, and we're not going to decide until after it's born. <clears throat> so there's a couple that we both like, um, and we. I don't think I don't think either one of us has told anyone because we really don't. We want it to be a surprise to our families. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely, if I even was going to slip up and say it, I can't say it on this podcast because <laughs> all my family listens to it. It's tons yeah. of people does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do have a few names, and they're you know I wouldn't, I don't want to say they're like non traditional names, but they're not ordinary names. You know, they're sure. I, they're names like I think names are a pretty cool thing. Um, I guess I can say for the last I don't know how many years, if I said if I ever had a daughter, I wanted to name her Kaylin, C A I L I N. Okay. Um, and Trisha actually didn't mind that for like the last couple of years until now she's like thinking, oh, they're going to mix up her name and say Caitlin and they're not going to know how to pronounce it. And I'm like, who cares, man? Mm-hmm. But so that's one that I've always wanted and I have a feeling I might get squashed in the end on that. But we'll yeah, see. we'll see what happens. Yeah, we've had that a couple of times already with Danae. Uh, it's spelled D-A-N-A-E. And we've had a few people say, you know, Dana or, or things like that. Yeah. But, if it's got uh, that E in there, I almost think it would automatically make me think of Danae. Sure. Because it's not D-A-N-A. Yep. And one thing that I, I kind of breezed over and didn't correct you about and, and didn't reveal is that my wife's actually expecting again. Whoa. So. We have a third expecting. <laughs> hey. all, all, all three of us. <laughs> Did yeah. someone else say the same thing on this podcast? Is that a public no. reveal? <laughs> uh, no. It's it's out there. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. Thanks. Actually, no. I don't think anyone has said that. What? Man, this is has said or at least for me knowing mm-hmm. on this podcast we're expecting again oh yeah so that's cool mm-hmm. yeah congratulations you, you guys know anything or uh we do not know the sex 
How and long ago did you find out? Or uh, how, long, how far along is she, I guess, is a better question. She is, mm, I want to say, 15 weeks, mm. something like that. Cool. So right in the early yeah, yeah, because we can stages. we can find out uh, whether it's a boy or girl at the end of August. So right. I guess that's twenty weeks. That's so yeah. week mark. Yeah, she must yeah. be fifteen. She's gonna kill me for for saying <clears> this because yeah. I don't know <laughs> if she listens to this. But uh, it's all in your fate. You can either have her listen to it or you can have her not listen to it. She's probably not gonna find it on accident. <laughs> right. But no, then again, you probably said, "Hey, I'm gonna go do this podcast yeah, and talk yeah, about yeah. her kid." No, she'll she'll hear this. <laughs> but uh, um, what makes me think about that is uh, with the naming thing. Um, you know, she's got names that she likes, boy and girl and whatever. Yeah. And, and she always asks me, you know, what do you like? And, and I, I'll say, you know, something crazy like Jasper or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's the one I always go back to. We'll just name him or her Jasper. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Boy or girl. For <laughs> but, sure. uh, but what I, uh, what I tell her is, uh, you know, I want to wait until we find out it's, if it's a boy or girl, cause that takes out half the names anyways. And mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to think about that's it. That's true. That's so, a, that, that holds some value. So I, I like to wait. Yeah. Nice, nice. Obviously, not easy for you since you won't know until the day of. So yeah, you but you got both. two lists going, and so. it's our first kid. So, I mean, this will be all I know. So, I'm sure the next one will be. E- so, I, I wonder if we'll do this for everyone. Just not find out. I bet you we will after the first time doing it. Really? Because I, people, I don't know any. I don't know any better. I've never had a kid mm-hmm. where I knew what it was. So, to me, it's not really a big the deal. The people I've talked to have either one or the other. Like I've, I've talked, like my boss, for example, didn't find out. And that's three kids he didn't find out for. I mean, he he decided for all three of them, and you know, vice versa. So I, you know, I think the people, everyone that I've talked to, seems like they've either found out for all of them or not found out for all of them. Just I think you you end up. Well, has anyone ever said like I've been asking people like, did you or did you not find out? And if they did or didn't say, were you happy with the decision? I've never heard anyone say, no, I was right. I wish I didn't find out. Or no, yeah. I wish I did find out. No one ever says right. that. Cause, like, yeah, because you make that first decision for a, a reason. Of, a yeah. lot of people will give me weird looks like, oh, you're not going to find out. Oh, that would be so difficult. It's like, but mm. the, I'm sure what all they've known is always finding out. Yep. Like, My so. wife's a planner, so we've got to know. Well, yeah, that's, I think that's that. the funny thing. Trisha is a huge planner, and that's why she doesn't want to know because she never actually gets a legitimate surprise for anything. If I, I try yeah. to throw her a surprise birthday party, failed miserably she always if she found out. out. I've so heard it's, she, I've heard so it's she the closest won't. thing to a real Christmas yeah. after childhood Christmas yeah. or whatever. The that's why she wants it. So I was so surprised okay. when yeah. she said it, though, because I thought she'd you know, for sure want to find out. Okay. But that's funny. That'll be cool, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the last name... Uh, like you said, with the D and the D, uh, that that pulls some weight, though. I, in fact, actually, when I think about names, I tend to think about like the jersey in a like in, a, in an athletic event. So if you got a oh. kid that's gonna be, <laughs> if it's gonna be an athlete, have, like, you want it to sound letters. cool. And so I mean, I like the the like with Johnson. Actually, well, the problem we run into with Johnson <laughs> is you know Johnson is a uh, is can be taken as a derogatory word for like the big Johnson something. TV yeah. shirt so, no, sure, that's so you have to be hairy. There's several names that there's yeah, there's several names that don't work with Johnson. So So don't got, call don't don't name his first name my. Right. <laughs> Give us some examples. Uh, there's Harry. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh you can't do Richard pr- pretty much. I mean yeah. you end up with Dick Johnson. <laughs> uh let's see. Monique actually came up with a girl name that she really liked and just completely not even not even thinking about the johnson connection mm-hmm. when we were thinking brainstorming names she really liked anya 
<laughs> Anya Johnson. Anya Johnson. That's like a PA uh, prank. Ryder. You can't do Ryder Johnson. <laughs> uh, you can just go on for oh for sure for a, a number. You don't want to set your kid up for failure, right? In elementary school, and that yeah, and that 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 pulls some weight. In fact, some of those naming websites that you go to have um, a section where people that are named that can go in and say, "I got mocked in school because of this." Oh, or I, oh that's, that's I liked it for this reason, or you know, you can vote whether you liked your name or you'd recommend that parents name their kid that mm-hmm. because it is always interesting what nicknames you know kids are given when they when they have a certain name in, in elementary school. So, um, cool. yeah, but that is that is definitely <laughs> you know a name like DeVries or Malat that. Kind of almost easier because it, it flows. You're able to you're able to um, tailor a name specifically for the last name there. Have you have either of you guys called the baby if you didn't have a name for it? Like obviously you don't know the name, is it? Do you guys call the unborn child anything in particular? Yeah. While during the pregnancy, or did you do that at all, Justin? Um, I can't remember doing that. Um, you just call the baby, or I think so. Because yeah, how long well, before did you pick Danae before she was born? I would say probably shortly after we found out it was a girl, we okay. kind of settled so on that. So you just probably started calling it Danae. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. that you set yourself up mm-hmm. to do yep. that. That's probably yep. a good And we didn't, we didn't say it a lot um, just in case we you know got used to it and slipped up in front of family or something like that because mm-hmm. nobody else knew, obviously. Yeah. And so I don't think we really called her Danae before she was born that often. Oh, cool. I've heard there's an advantage to as far as connecting – the baby that, that if you do know the name sooner rather than later you can start to associate that and connect a little bit motion, emotionally more with the baby by calling okay. it a certain name. Well since we don't know the sex of the baby and we haven't picked out a name right. we did pick a name to call it and so we don't have to call it, it basically. <laughs> you know, Or he, she or, or just baby. Or I baby. hear baby a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So what it's is funny it? I had a nickname in high school I, I ran track and cross country all through college and high school and everything and some girls in high school, they gave me the n- nickname Laika, L-I-K-A. Yeah. Because when you say Laika Malat, it sounds like like him a lot. Okay. So we just started calling the baby Laika <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Interesting. And it would be funny if that turned out, we actually ended up calling him, him or her that. But right. I, might end up turning out a nickname. Who knows? Least. Yeah. For me, I don't see it, but who knows? Well, I mean, still, I mean, it's the same last name, so that, you know, the kid could very well develop that as a nickname. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I, I I didn't even think of that. I guarantee that'll happen. I bet yeah. you that's well. I'll, I'll just whatever it's a boy or girl, I'll probably call him like a like all the time. Yeah, for sure. Another thing we've been doing since Johnson is a common last name, you know, it might not work with. Uh, well, Devish is fairly common, but mm-hmm. um, I'll go into Facebook and I'll type in the perspective name. Mm-hmm. You know, see whatever what whatever up. Johnson, and just see what everyone looks like that. That has that name. <laughs> They're all ugly. <laughs> right. Nope. Sorry. Yeah, or you could say yes. I'm going to be the only, right. the only good looking whatever Johnson. Because for whatever name Johnson, <laughs> you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna find you know a a, a pretty big Five billion collection people. of yeah. people. Unless it's a really really unique name. Uh, but pretty much for any any given name, uh, you can pretty much <laughs> get an idea what That's that. Funny what those people look like. So we've, we've been doing that a little bit too, but um, Monique definitely doesn't want any any names that are in the top 50 list or whatever, mm-hmm. the top 100. And, you know, she wants something, I guess. More unique. A little more unique, but maybe not extreme unique. I, I kind of tend to stay away from the extreme uh, trendy names like For, that. But, yeah. um, Lots of uh, 
like a, what? Oh shoot! I was just talking about this name the other day, and there's variations of it. Like if you just interchange the first like letter, um, mm. like Braden, Jaden, Caden, stuff like that. Those are the most popular. Yeah, that, is, is that what it, I would imagine they are? Because I hear so many little babies named almost like Braden any, or Jaden. Almost any consonant in front of Aiden, you can. Yeah, Aiden, you're right. Is what I hear tons of. Even Zayden. Zayden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I've, cool. I've seen a Zayden, but I mean it's. Because Aiden became such a wildly popular name that people thought that they were original. By, no offense to any alternations yeah. of Aidens that <laughs> listening out there, but so uh, many Aidens listening, right? But uh, it that was one of those you know super top ten list names, and you know which is one of the reasons that uh, that we've kind of backed away from it. But for sure, um, yeah, I mean just. There, you know, that's why there's, you know, we were, I was talking about that book we were reading about naming. That's why you can write books on naming because there's just so much that goes into it. So For sure. It the just comes thing, down to naming what you think sounds good. The only thing that bugs me, well, not bugs me, but I just worry about the child is <laughs> when when parents name them, say, a common name, but they spell it pretty crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. They spell, yeah. They're, they're going to be correcting people their entire life. Yeah, right. For sure. You have to wonder, is that worth it for your yeah. child to put up with? Or yeah. even a name like you can't print, like a name that's like no one is going to be able to read this name off. Like mm-hmm. yep. even having to try, it's like impossible. Yep. Yeah. yeah like my, uh, well, I, we're not, I, I was, I was talking with my dad and my stepmom the other day and they want to be called something particular by the baby for grandma and grandpa. My, my mom, also wanted to be I think my mom wanted to be called Mimi and my stepmom wanted to be called Bijou hmm. B-I-J-O-U and I'm like she emailed me that I'm like how the frick do you pronounce this but then I found out it's like French for grandma or something like that okay but um, no grandmas what's that no no grandmas no yeah. well I don't know I forget my, my wife's parents I forget if they I think they did mention something and I talked to them the most so it's funny that I didn't don't remember that but whatever <laughs> Hmm. I'm sure, I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, for Danae, it's uh, Grampy and Grammy on one side, and uh, the other side is Mima and Papa. Yeah, so I've heard lots just, of Papas. Yep, yep. I think that's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a nanny, and my other grandma was just grandma. Yeah, I had a grandma. How boring. I had yeah, a grandma, and then I had a <laughs> grand formal grandmother and grandfather. You called her grandmother. <laughs> That's right. Was, was that grandmother? Was that, that was, the side that names everybody cookie? William? That was uh, no, actually. <laughs> he would think, he'd think so, so, but no. My mom, my mom's, my mom's dad. So yeah, that the grandfather. He he's a college professor. It's like more of a formal family. I've and, never heard uh, anyone yeah. like legitimately call their grand- <laughs> grandfather and grandfather. It's very yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's cool. Hey, whatever works. You stand up straight when you address them. Yeah, they're old school. <laughs> was he in the military or anything? Oh yeah, oh, oh. Navy veteran. There you go. Yep, Navy veteran, college professor, just about as by oh, the books as an all guess. around. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't a Bill Johnson. He was someone else. He was no. He was an Addington. Addington. What was his first name? Chester. Sounds like a Chester. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Chester Addington. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, good. but the Johnson side is. Uh, a little more laid back, but yeah, for some reason that whole tradition stuck. So cool. It's a curse. Is it a blessing or a curse? That's what it comes down to. That's only for you to decide. I envy. I envy the wide open naming that you're putting. Yeah. <laughs> that you're faced with. Yeah, here. we we got no stresses, yeah. man. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. The pressure is on us now to come up with something a little bit unique. You know, yep. right? Because Danae is not very common. I nope. don't think. Nuh-uh. No. No. I've uh, only ever heard of one Danae. I think ever. Yeah. 
Yeah, we don't know too many of them, and uh, so now the pressure's on. Mm-hmm. So, are you pulling for a boy or a girl, or not really? Not really. No, no. Just mm-hmm. whatever happens. Yeah, because it's nice uh, if it's a girl. You know, it's, it's always great to have sisters. Right. Right. And if it's a if it's a boy, you know, you get the boy and girl, and mm-hmm. you're good to go. So <laughs> get everything, the whole package. Yeah. Um, speaking of which. Like, everyone thought we were going to have twins because both of Trisha's best friends each had twins, mm-hmm. like, within a year of each other. One had a set of boy and girl, and the other one had a set of boys. And Cliff, who had the boy and the girl, he's been on the podcast twice already. Um, I should probably get Sam on here. He's had He has the boys' twins, and he, they're also expecting now their third. Um, but with Cliff, we always talked about... I always had questions. He's a car guy. You know, he knows everything about cars, and I don't know anything about cars. I asked him, like, what he thought about in, like, you know, or having kids. Do you got to get a new car? Do you need an SUV? Do you need a van? Do you need... Doesn't it matter at all? And the cons- it's funny that the consensus most people have said is, you know what? You can deal with what you got. It's not that big a deal. You don't have to get a van. You mm-hmm. don't have to get some big SUV. Excuse me. Um, almost everybody has said this, but, like, he was... Like, <laughs> having twins, though, I don't think you can just have, like, a... Volkswagen Jetta and have mm-hmm. twins with all the stuff. I mean, it, it, you probably could do it, but it would probably be very difficult. So they right. they got a van right off the bat, and they're like, "Man, we're so glad we got this thing." Right. It's like not everybody feel should feel the need to get one. And I've had other friends that have come on and they've said, "You know, I had a you know my friend uh, Rob has a Jeep, like mm-hmm. a newer Jeep Wrangler. He's got it. He says it works fine, mm-hmm. you know. And his wife's got a Audi or something like that. Right. I don't know. And they said it's totally fine. We didn't feel the need that they got two boys." That didn't need anything that huge. Right. What it you, depends on what you're hauling. Yeah, yeah I, you got, I think uh, it doesn't make as much of a difference for the stuff you haul around because you can jam that stuff in, you know, wherever. Everything's got a trunk mm-hmm. and, you know, you can put stuff on your lap if you have to. But I think the big thing is for, especially with twins like you were talking about, mm-hmm. is the car seats. Because until you can turn them around and, and face them forward, you need a lot of leg room in the back seat to be able to fit them. Hmm. So, say an SUV or something is so is going to work well with that. But with my car, I actually need to put the the car seat in the middle. I can't put it behind the driver's seat or the passenger room. seat because there's not enough room. Because to it sits it. backwards in the back. It's, it's pushed, pushed backwards. Too yep. far. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. So it works fine now. What kind of car do you have? I have a uh, Audi S4. There you go. So baller, yeah. <laughs> so it it, it works for me now. Want to trade that in for a, a family vehicle? <laughs> well, we're we've been talking about it the yeah. last few months. You know, what are we going to do when we have two kids and stuff? Uh-huh. And and finally, what we decided was, well, I, I think we're still kind of in the process of it, but we were looking at you know maybe possibly getting something different for me or whatever. I don't really want to, but yeah, but you uh, like your car? Yeah, I do. Um, but what we decided was. You know, we'll use my wife's car for any time we're, you know, going as a family. She's got a she's got a 2005 Chevy Equinox, so we yeah. can fit, you know, two car seats in there, not a problem. Yeah. And uh, if we need two in my car, you know, by the time our our second child is, you know, in a car seat and they need to be backwards and stuff, we can put them on the passenger side, slide that seat up, and put Danae behind me. Uh, facing forward because she'll be, you know, old enough to be flipped around. Mm-hmm. And that so should put the new baby work. in the front seat? No, no, no. In the back, but behind the passenger oh, seat. Oh, and move the seat all the, the way seat up. Because yeah. no one will be, hopefully your wife doesn't have to ride with you. And if she right, does, exactly. she's scrunched in. Exactly. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of the plan if, uh, yeah, that makes sense. if I'm taking them, you know, somewhere in my car. So most of the time we'll be using her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. We ended up just recently because I have a, 
I have a Subaru Outback wagon, or four, which will be fine. Actually, it doesn't even it doesn't even have a whole ton of legroom. It's just got a big storage area in the back. Obviously, it's a wagon. Uh, but Trisha had a O one or O two Honda Accord. But you know, there wasn't a whole lot of room at all. So we ended up just recently selling it, and she got a 2010 Subaru Forester. Nice, which is. Basically, just like a larger version of my car. Sure. And it's sweet. And her biggest thing was she did not want a big <clears> SUV at all. Obviously, she didn't want a van. Um, I didn't. don't really want a van. Um, but she, her biggest thing was gas mileage. And it, she, whatever she gets, she wants to get really good gas mileage. And this thing gets like 27. Yeah. Those are um, those new ones are yeah. pretty well rated. On the highway. Yeah. She went up to Pentwater and back to go visit my mom at her, her condo. And I came back and I, I reset the gauge to check the miles per gallon, you know, highway driving. She came back, it was like 29.2. Yeah. I'm like, dang, this freaking car rules. <laughs> and I drove a little bit just around town, and I was getting 22, 23 around town. Yeah. I, mean, nice. I was amazed at how I well think, that is. I think maybe I get like 21 on the highway. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was really excited that we – I love Subarus. My next car will definitely probably be a Subaru too. Right. I've had such um, good good stuff with mine. Yeah, we we kind of have the same thing going on. Yeah, yeah that's got, right. You have a Subaru. We as have well. two Subarus as well. We uh, ah, that's right. We well, I bought. I feel high five, buddy. Yep, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely outnumbered here. We uh, well, Audis are pretty sweet. I like. Audis I got too. I got the brand new uh, Impreza because of the gas mileage because I I drive for work and so gas mileage equals money for me and yeah. um, so the the new Imprezas get 36. Wow. Highway, which is for all-wheel drive. Are you kidding me? 36 miles yeah. a gallon? That's ridiculous. That's what I get, It's not yeah. like some electric hybrid or nothing, is it? It's just a 2.0? No, I mean, Damn. it's just... They just... Uh, yeah, they just re-engineered the engine, and um, and so they're... It's a 2012? 2012. Sweet. Yep. Um, and crashed the first one, of course, which which held up well in the crash. So Did you hear the podcast where we talked about no. that at all? Uh, I think... Yeah, I think I do kind of remember. No, Bill that. was in a big accident. I got hit. There like was a six months. Yeah, ago. There was a lady hit uh, on a police chase. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She was. She was. A, she was on cocaine and she was, uh, or crack, and she was fleeing police. And I was the one that was in the uh, intersection wow. when she blew the red light. So when did that um, happen? February. Okay. So I got a little bit hurt from that, but um, but really the car saved my life. Having mm-hmm. a newer, I, I had had a '99 Civic before that, and it was kind of a tin can compared to this one and, okay. yeah. and uh, it wouldn't have held up so that's something with the family really that you do think about more i remember you know before obviously wife and kids that sort of thing um i didn't think anything of crash test ratings and stuff yeah no that. no one but really all of a sudden you start you know you have a, a kid in the in the in the passenger seat and stuff and, and you really you pay attention to those side impact crash ratings and you know those sure. sorts of things and so that pulled some weight, um, so I'm happy with that car. And then, uh, not to mention the four wheel drive with the winter time and, and that sweet. sort of thing. Yeah. So my wife had a uh, a Volkswagen Jetta, which actually it's a great car, but it it just didn't do very well in the winter. And um, so we figured with the baby on board and with uh, you know needing to 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 be able to get through the winter, we we went ahead and with, went with an Outback. Subaru Outback and um, have you ever looked at those Tribecas? Yeah, yeah, they're the expensive SUV, they're, they're because you're looking because we get even with the Forester. I mean, Forester and Outback, Outback's a wagon technically, mm-hmm. but the newer ones are more of a crossover. Yeah, they're so big. And now. Outbacks um, are big, freaking. Age. And Foresters, you know, obviously are a step above the Outback as far mm-hmm. as that goes. And and the Tribecas are, 
I just feel like for what you're getting with the Outback, the Tribeca is almost like, double the price. Yeah, it's like, do you really need one? There is that jump because yeah. it's not. It's bigger. It's not like a huge SUV. It's like a smaller yeah. SUV for sure. It's like a Murano right. or a Rogue or something exactly. like that. Exactly. And, and I'm sure it's a great car. It's just that we really didn't look. <laughs> we didn't look yeah. further than the Outback when it came to what our needs were. But I love my car. I'll probably yeah. get a now that now I have this mentality where we don't need because I really wanted to Trisha get a Honda Pilot, mm-hmm. but those are expensive too. You know, I mean, are those all wheel drive? I uh, that's an option. I Pilots, think. I think. Yeah, you can get with or without. Okay. Um, but unless we want, like she had a 2001 or two, so I'd l- I would like to get her something as new as possible. Um, but yeah, if you, if our budget, I think was 14 grand or 13 grand or something mm-hmm. like that. And we got a steal on the car we found. Um, but yeah, you're going to, you're not going to get something too much newer than what she had for that, for a Honda Pilot because they're so expensive. Yep. Like a 2010 Honda Pilot is probably like 25 grand. Yeah. They hold that resale for sure. Really well. I mean, Subarus and Hondas, but those mm-hmm. are by the top of the top of the resale game between I, we got ours so our super so cheap um my father-in-law does the car auction a lot mm-hmm. he found it there but it's an oddball color it's that like rusty burnt orange color mm-hmm. and i mean you don't see too many of those and i don't think pe- many people are going after that color so we got it for like uh, 14 like thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars after all was said and done yeah. wow so we like nice. a do- we beat our budget by like a dollar <laughs> nice but i think it was because of the the color and it actually had 80,000 miles on it. So a 2010 with 80,000 miles is actually quite a bit. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's that's good, though. a good that's, price for it. But yeah, I mean, you factor in, obviously, versatility, all-wheel drive, crash test. You know, I mean, it's just a good fa- good overall yeah. family car. So. And just the feeling that you, like, mm-hmm. you had that such a terrible accident in a Subaru. What year was that Subaru? 12. It was the same was, car that I had The same car. And... Like looking at the accident, you could have easily been killed. Well, a passenger would have been killed. It totally dented in the passenger side yeah. completely, and then it it rattled me pretty hard. So it was a sixty mile an hour impact. Yeah, no, side side impact. So, but the yeah. car manufacturers wow. did such a good job. Or like, oh, it was thank designed. God that you, no one was in the passenger seat. It was designed to do exactly what it did. Yeah. As far as it it crumbled, it crumpled around me. And um, and you know same thing. If we would have had a, a baby in the in the back or something like that, it, it they keep that in mind as well. So you know, not that you're gonna you, you you always you hope that you never get in an accident like that, but you always have to, I guess, prepare for it. And and uh. I have to apologize <laughs> if you smell a weird smell. My dog is chewing on a bone that is not unscented, and it smells like crap, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I've we get these unscented bones yeah. for her, and for whatever reason, the last two times they sent us like half and half, half to like smoke shit. They're mm-hmm. half are fine. So if you get a whiff of that, ignore it. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So, Car- what what does your wife drive, Justin? She drives an 05 oh, Equinox. Chevy Equinox. Yeah. That was one of the ones we were looking at because Trisha didn't want anything terribly big SUV wise. Sure. Yeah, I, I think it's a crossover. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Equinoxes are pretty good. My mother mother in law had one for a while. It was cool. Yeah, we had to upgrade from her. Uh, 99 Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> when we had a kid. That would do it. Yeah. I don't I don't think you're fitting too many kids in the back of those. Nope, not at all. Although the uh the front seats in those, I've never seen so much headroom and really? legroom and yeah, those things are huge on the inside. Oh, I've never even been in one at all. Yeah. So, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, do you, if do you have any advice like if you're going to give anybody advice that's expecting, do you have anything like like lots of guys will say stuff as far about, as like, bef- wait. before the baby's born um, or after. I would say after. Okay. I don't give a crap what's going on before. Really, I'll let my wife deal with that. <laughs> I'm just joking. 
No, yeah, I would say after. For two guys expecting this fall, what would you what advice could you give us to make it something we should know ahead of time? I would say just spend the time to help out. I mean, hopefully I do it enough, but I I feel like maybe I don't. Yeah. And uh, you know, my wife's a superstar. She does it all, but you know, if if you're there helping out and they know you are and you know, it's it's going to make all the difference and you know, since she's been born, you know, probably 2000 diapers or whatever. My oh, my uh, my wife's changed probably 90% of them or 80% <laughs> of them. I'll help out when I can, but you know, she's she's always home during the during the summer cuz she's, she's a teacher. Yeah. So nice. You know, I'm gone summer's my busy season for sure. Mm. Uh probably You're a photographer. Yeah, yeah. From about April, Mayish till Christmas is is you know my Damn. busiest time, and I'm going nuts the whole time. And I'm home late a lot and stuff. And mm-hmm. she's she's home alone. But when I when I get home, when I can, I try to help out as much as possible. Do as much and as you can. yeah, yeah, that makes that, sense. That would be that would be um, you know the best advice, and that kind of covers it all. I mean, it's not real specific or anything, yeah, but for sure, just be there, yeah. be available. Yeah. Right. there's always going to be times where you know you want to hang out with friends, or you know. It's not going to be like it used to be. Sorry, <laughs> you know it's it's going to be a little more time at home, a little more time with your wife, with your kid, that kind of thing. And that and and the the nice thing about that is that it seems like uh, like after you have a kid, you know, you know, a lot of people may say that you know, oh, you you won't have enough time with your friends, and you'll you know, this kind of stuff will change mm-hmm. and all that all that. But the nice thing about it is that you embrace the change and you want to be home you know you want to be home with your wife and kid you want to you want to change that you know you don't have to look at that as as a negative so you know helping helping her out and changing plans and maybe not seeing your friends quite as much or whatever it's it's not necessarily a negative thing yeah because it's like okay you have a new child yeah don't you want to go home from work and hang out and like be a part of (laughs) bringing up this kid every single day i found that a lot lately where i'm you know I used to, you know, maybe stay a few minutes after work to get something else done or whatever. Now I'm I'm trying to get home as much as possible. Yeah. Especially in the summer when I'm I'm gone a lot. So yeah, it's it's a nice thing. Things change, but you know, it's for the better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, very good. Do you guys either of you guys have pets at all? Yes. Yeah. Bill, you have a pet? I know that yeah, I know that you got your beloved <laughs> monkey and bark I was just saying my dog barks um Probably more than yours does. Yeah, and um, my dog used to be really bad. She, like that- <laughs> the last like nine, ten months, she definitely has gotten better, but mm-hmm. she's ridiculous. What kind of dog do you have? I've got I've got a little um, little twenty pound. Looks like a Toto Toto dog in Wizard of Oz. Uh, oh yeah, Toto. yeah, a terrier. Uh, it's it's a miniature Schnauzer Papillon next story. It's a real yippy, mm. uh, vocal type of a dog. Real intelligent, but um, did your wife really want that dog? Yes, that was her baby. That was before we got married. She had him. Mm. She had him for a couple of years before we got married, and uh, and so she, he's he's kind of the firstborn, you yeah. know, so to speak. But yep. um, you know, it's interesting. He's actually he's not good with kids. He's uh, he he sees kids almost. It's it's funny. You see him. He sees them as a different species. He's almost. He sees them as well. They like, are different species. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. That's Does he see him as why. the enemy? He sees him almost like as gremlins or something. I mean, he sees, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's maybe, I don't know if it's the high pitch. What, what the hell's with this right, little person? It's the size around. and the high pitched voice <laughs> and the and the speed, and uh, all the kids, 
almost all the kids that we've tried him around, um, and we say it that way, you know, because we proceed with caution with yeah. kids, but he absolutely, you know, he, he howls at them as if they're, um, as if they're an, an intruder yeah. or as if they're, uh, you know, like, like I said, like a gremlin or something. And, um, just ignore that dog. Okay. Yeah. For now. For now. <laughs> Speaking of the dogs, uh, and so yeah, we've we we've had um, quite a quite a few talks about how that's going to work when we have the kid when we bring the baby home, and we've heard a couple of different um, viewpoints on that. Uh, it, you know, we have uh, we we attend this uh, birthing class. It's a nat kind of a natural birthing class, and mm-hmm. and they um, and and she was telling us that the baby in utero uh, is completely in tune with the mom's you know the bloodstream obviously she shared they shared the blood and so all these uh uh molecules and scents and everything in in the in in your home environment the baby picks up on so For that sure. includes that includes dog uh pet you know pet dander and things like that i mean basically the baby from a molecular standpoint is is aware or is used to the dog in that environment from the yeah. get-go so that's one side of it, and then supposedly the dog also is you know picks up on the fact that you're pregnant that she's pregnant, yeah. and that yep. when you do I've bring the baby too. home, she, the dog tends to know that's part of part of the pack, mm-hmm. and um, so we're just kind of hoping that that is the that's the case, and that the transition is smooth, and that um, the baby kind of becomes <laughs> one of the pack because you know you hear about these uh, you do hear about dogs that. Um, you know, don't, don't like the new, don't like the baby, or yeah. you have these tragedies where you know, baby will get mauled by a dog or something like yeah. that. And um, one trick that we did, mm-hmm. um, you, is, you have a dog, Justin? Yeah, what yeah, we do. We have kind of a uh, a Bichon, a Bichon. Yeah, just another mm-hmm. little little white yippy dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's uh, eight years old, I think. Um, one trick that we did that we had heard about is if you bring a little blanket to uh, the hospital when you have your kid. Um, you know, wrap them in it and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, and then bring it home for the dog so that Just they kind of get used to it. Yeah. Ooh, that's a great, that's a great idea. idea. I'm yeah. going to do that. Yep. I think I'm going to yep. do that too, for sure. That's why it's you awesome. do this podcast. For sure. Exactly. It's education for. <laughs> I'm not Bill. Yeah. I'm not reading these books. I don't know how to read, except for this guitar <laughs> player magazine and whatever, Wired magazine. That's all I know how to read. That's important, though. I mean, how does Monkey do around kids? She surprisingly she does amazingly well around mm. kids. We've she's been around dozens and dozens. She loves kids. She knows that they're yeah. not full grown adults, so she does proceed with caution and mm-hmm. lick some, you know. And she can tell us they're, they're usually laughing if they're scared. She usually knows it and backs off. Yeah, it's so funny though. But she is she's she's got so much energy that when it comes to a little kid and like a little kid's curious about her, you know, she might almost knock the kid over when she's trying to turn around or like moving around the kid or her tail might scare the kid, you know, catch off guard or whatever. Right. So so accidentally, you know, it's almost like with a big dog and a regular person. Mm -hmm. And if a big dog, you know, is moving around, you could freaking bump into you and knock you over a chair or something like that. But she, she, it's, she knows kids are kids. It's so weird. I think she's going to do absolutely fine. That's good. Yeah. Surprisingly. That, that blanket idea is fantastic though. Mm -hmm. I think we'll, we'll definitely, uh, We'll definitely try that. So you did. You actually did that. And yep, we did it. 
and mm-hmm. the dog seemed completely at ease when you yeah when we when we brought her home she was still sitting in her car seat and stuff and we set her down in the living room and we actually have a video of it uh bailey running around and nice. and uh running up to her and and sniffing her and stuff and wagging his tail huh. and he was he was fine with her from day one baby. yeah for sure yep cool bailey is his name bailey sweet yeah it'll be it'll be it'll be cool actually i i bugged trisha like a year ago i'm like we should get another dog because i just think my dog needs someone to play with more mm-hmm. than what she gets but well, then yeah. when you're having a kid it's like i don't want to deal with a can of worms if i get some dog that like hates children it's yeah like, you know yeah we actually adopted a 13 year old boxer in the fall mm-hmm. of course that was before we got pregnant and everything and uh I don't know if you know anything about boxers, but they their expected lifespan is anywhere from ten or eleven years. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so this dog's over the dog's thirteen. So this we're thinking dog's like in the grave already. We're thinking, yeah, it's going to be kind of the nursing home years here. And uh, so then, well, needless to say, the dog's doing great right now. Uh, you still have this dog? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this. He's doing. Yeah, he didn't even mention him. He's as healthy as ever. No, well, yeah, because Luca, the the small, the yippy dog, is the one that we were concerned about. The yeah. boxer. He's ninety pounds, but he's a gentle giant. You know, mm-hmm. you know, he's missing half of his teeth, and <laughs> he's just like. Wow. But uh, he's bit on a boxer. They're big, slobbery, kind of dirty, smelly dogs, and um, and to be honest, I just, I, I'm, I'm hoping that he kind of like. Moves along and and, and <laughs> yeah, just kicks the bucket. <laughs> kicks the bucket before September because you're so mean, Bill. <laughs> no, I mean he's just there's a lot. You know, it's like I said, it's slobbery. He's dirty. He's uh, uh, I don't I don't want to have to mess with him. You More know, than you have to. The, yeah, I mean we already have to get the carpets clean and stuff before uh, before the baby comes home and yeah. and try to try to fix at least Luca. Then a smaller dog is a little bit cleaner, but. Uh, at least he's personality-wise. I think he'll be fine with the dog. Good. Speaking of all that nesting, carpet mm-hmm. cleaning kind of stuff, have you noticed Trisha running around doing all kinds of stuff like that? Like cleaning? Like yeah, just anything. Um, no, not really. Nursery preparation. Yes, we do have. Um, we had a spare bedroom, which is actually a monkey's bedroom because her cage is in there, <laughs> and she usually sleeps <laughs> in her cage at night. Um. We painted that. It's like a lime neon green, some pseudo neutral. You know, colors are like a brown and that bright green and white or whatever. You got always got to go with green or yellow when you yeah, don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. No blues or pinks. Nope. Um, so it's painted. Trisha painted it like, bam. She's a pro painter, dude. She's painted, or I helped paint her salon. I painted this bathroom. She painted the whole entire upstairs with her mom. Bathroom, living room, kitchen, everything. <coughs> So she pulled this little room out like in a day, it seemed like, and it looks like professional. So she did that. She We cleaned all the crap out of there. Actually, my desk for the studio here expanded a lot because this was actually upstairs in that room. We didn't need it up there, so I brought it down here. Um, but, yeah, we got some furniture off Craigslist, one of those rocker glider chairs, I guess, that, you know, when the baby mm-hmm. wakes up in the middle of the night. Craigslist. So, huh? Yeah. Dude, I, I guess these, these glider chairs are, like, ridiculously yeah. expensive. We got it for 100 bucks with the ottoman. And I'm like, $100 for a chair? Mm-hmm. She's like, dude, this is expensive stuff right here. Yeah, I just had okay. my I just had my first bye-bye baby experience bye this bye. last <laughs> I don't, weekend. I don't know if you've that's, that's uh, a ventured good time. into there. Yeah, I don't time. recommend if you're a man that you even Is it a store in. or a website? It's a store. I think the only one in West Michigan is over on uh, East Beltline and uh, 28th, like 28th Street. Yeah. Oh. But um, it's, it's by the Bed Bath & Beyond people. 
For sure. It's uh, it's a mega, it's a it's a uh, baby mega store. Wow. And it's just a nightmare. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. But they had the uh, those rockers, those glider rockers. You know, three to six hundred dollars, depending on how <clears throat> deluxe you wanted to get. Yeah, this one's like brand new. Mm-hmm. Looked like it's never been used. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. If, if you can, we've got a couple of a garage sale items. We got a changing changing table Ooh. Uh, that we repainted to be Monique wants Monique wants like a a sky like an ice blue and white kind of a theme to the place. So we got all yeah. White crib, white changing table. And then, we we painted all mm-hmm. the furniture we bought white. Trisha did. Yeah. She yeah. just plastered over it with some primer and spray paint and whatever. Yep. Looks absolutely. Good. She's, so. she's good like that. Yep. Yeah, Monique's trying to do the no no VOC paint. VOC? What is right. that? Uh, I don't know what it what it actually stands for, but it has to you know, hard has to do with vapors with the painting. Uh really? harmful uh vapors. So they're still concerned um, with paint even though we don't use lead paint anymore? Right, I mean it's 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 just it's just uh, vapors, uh, you know things that you'd be, I guess, worried about with with the baby and stuff with with painting. So she, when we we go to the Home Depot or, or Menards and and request the no VOC paint. In fact, we actually had, we got a, we got <laughs> we got two gallons, a whole batch of of the wrong color. The first Ooh. time that we tried to, to paint the nursery, I think that's happened to us too. And uh, and needless to say, the mother, mama, <laughs> was not happy with the color. She after uh, the whole room was painted, uh, we got a couple of walls done, and she oh, just like, said it's not sucks. happening. I'm like, you know, paint's not refundable, um, <laughs> especially anyway, when it's on the wall. Long, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Long story short, she got her money back for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, good for her. Yeah, back at, people in Menards are very are very forgiving. That's nice. But um, we got we got the right color. But she insisted, you know, it's no VOC. Uh, you know, preg- pregnant woman painting. She doesn't want any any chemicals, adverse chemicals. Oh, that's the only vapor that gives off while you're painting. That's what she was concerned exactly, with. Exactly. Yeah. So I was gonna yeah, say, while freaking paint on the wall doesn't give off vapor, does it? No. No, once it's dry and everything, I don't see any. Yeah, I, but, see, I see what you're saying. But if then. she wanted to be participating in the painting, she wanted it to be to be no VOC. So for you pay sure. you pay a little bit extra, I guess, for it. But or you could have just um, done it all yourself. And or it. I could do it all. Yeah, <laughs> or you could have offered to help. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> starting to learn. Yeah, we're starting to learn the lesson how to there be more go. available, right? For yep. sure. Uh, yeah, it all it all turned out. So we got it. We got it painted. Guess who did the painting in our nursery? Your wife. You did everything. Yeah. Nice. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Stepping up to the plate. Yeah. 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 So, yeah someone was busy I had as lot, you are. I had all VOC paint. Like, it's cool. 100% VOC. 100% VOC. <laughs> Let me breathe in these fumes. <laughs> Get stoned. <laughs> yep. Sweet. What color, yeah. what color is your nursery? Um, our nursery is like a light purple. So, really manly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's enjoyable to paint. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Put you in a good mood. I had something else right on the tip of my tongue to either ask or say. I'm trying to think of what the frick it was, but I had to do with the nursery or no? Mm. I don't think so. Um. Oh, I think it was about like birthing classes. Mm -hmm. Bill, you said you were signed up for some birth classes. We'll get back to the second. Justin, did you guys take any like classes or did you have to? Yeah, we went to a one day thing, a one night thing at at the. well, I think it was one day. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think I was asked, do you want to do like hour sessions like yeah. every week, or do you want to just get it all done in one day? Yeah, so no, ours, one one ours day. was just one night at the hospital. 
And we live right across the street from the hospital, too. Oh, so that's nice. so nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was good. I mean, I, I think I learned more than she did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you know. Part, half the time it's oriented towards the father. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. It, it so really you know, is. You know what to do other than just yep. stand I, there. So why don't they have like strippers and cigar and whiskey in these things? <laughs> well, ours, <laughs> ours did. The guy. Ours did. It was what? <laughs> no, Which no, hospital? No. Doubt. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I felt like I I learned a lot and, you know, I felt good about it after it was done. So mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a good thing to do. Is that the, they go over like the bre- breathing lamas and that sort of mm, thing? Or I yeah, it, there was a little bit of that, but um, I think they do a lot of that, you know, mm-hmm. at the hospital while you're doing it. The nurses uh-huh. helping out, all that kind it's of kind stuff. They probably so got hours and hours and hours to kill, so they're probably telling you all this stuff while you're at the hospital. Yeah, Man, yeah. I mean, uh, it depends how you want to do it. I mm-hmm. mean, some people do it with with all the drugs and all the nurses and all the everything, and some people do it at home and right. whatever. So. Yeah, we were going the full doctors, nurses, hospital, you know, <laughs> yeah. epidural route and, and everything. everything. And, and she worked. actually ended up having a C-section, so it was all kind of done for her. So, right. Yeah. So it all worked out. Yeah, Bill, mm-hmm. we were talking earlier, he's actually learned quite a bit by taking, A, you, you, you found you found a, a pretty good documentary. <laughs> or uh, is it a documentary? Right. Well, I... Um, it is, yeah, and and then you also took classes of some it's kind, based, right? Yeah, it's or based you are on, taking classes. Yeah, the documentary, which last I heard was available on Netflix streaming, for those of you who have access to that. That's me. Um, it's called "The Business of Being Born," and it is um, um, I forget who it's directed by, but it features uh, Rich Ricky Lake, the talk show host, and her birthing experiences, and um, uh, it it's basically just a she had had her first baby and then in the hospital with the you know the standard hospital way of doing it and um you know the the drugs and all that the whole nine yards so for her second baby she wanted to do the all natural total opposite end of the spectrum and do a home birth and this kind of documents that process and it's called the business of being born which i thought was going to be a little bit more of a, a a biased documentary on the business side, the of, being side born. of it right. they get into it a little bit with um you know essentially they when you're actually there they sell you uh a, a cascade of services Option, options yeah. or add-ons you know so there's drugs involved there's services involved and in, in a nutshell someone makes a lot of money on you when you're there yeah. <laughs> so right uh that's kind of what that what that is but it the the movie actually didn't didn't focus on that as much as i thought it would it focuses more on the home, um, the home birth, the really? idea of having a, bir- a birth completely natural in the home environment with a midwife that as opposed a to scary. a doctor and everything. But this whole idea comes, the, the movie was recommended to us from this birthing class that we're taking. Mm-hmm. And um, it's called the Bradley Method, a.k.a. husband coach birthing natural childbirth. Um, and uh, Monique... My wife pretty much had insisted on signing up for this um, from the get-go. She had a, a friend uh, from her work that had three natural child... She actually did three home births, but it was all natural. Wow. And, um, and she recommended this Bradley method for her uh, her method of, of doing it. Um, but back when we, when we first started having our first hospital appointments, uh, you know, we were aware of the the classes that the hospital offers and mm-hmm. stuff and 
and it's all I'm sure that you know it's good classes and stuff. But Monique uh, was like, okay, we've got to do this Bur- this this Bradley method thing, and so she she gets oh, online. Oh, she wants to do this Bradley method thing. Or yes. She wanted to learn about it. She well, both. I mean, she wanted to learn. She wanted to take the class and then and follow through with a natural childbirth. So she wants to give birth in your tub at your house. No, we're, with the, just you no, and her. Well, that's the thing. We're not doing the, we're not doing home birth, okay. but she wants to get as close to it as possible. Gotcha. Basically. But, but so, be at the hospital. Yeah. So that's we're cool. still we're still gonna be we're gonna be at the hospital in Grand Haven and um, go through with it that way. But uh, she, uh, so she's 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 looking for this Brad Bradley method is is an actual certified uh, method of. Of bir- uh, it requires a certified instructor to teach you and um, and that sort of thing. So you have to find a certified instructor in the area. There's one in Holland, um, which the class was full, so we couldn't get into that one. There's one in, and she found one in Rockford, Rockford, which is north of Grand Rapids, and um, and so we got into that one, which is you know it's about close to an hour drive for us from Grand Haven. Yeah, and uh, and so eh, I said, okay, well, whatever. So it's it's Tuesday nights from seven to nine. So you know we can make it there, and and it's twelve weeks. Man, two, that's wow. so long. Two hour two hour classes, twelve weeks. So that's a total of twenty four hours of class time, oh which is a little gosh. bit longer than your <laughs> your standard hospital uh, education course. But um, this, I mean the. It's, I guess, you know, it kind of depends on which, which side you take. The, the instructor is, I guess, you know, for lack of a better word, it, she's completely left-wing um, politically, very almost hippie kind of a mentality yeah. with it, anti-Western um, medicine, anti, you know, intervention, anti-government intervention, all this stuff. So we get, we get a little bit of that uh, political side with, with the whole thing, but... In a nutshell, it's it's all about um, the idea that childbirth is intended to be natural, and you know it's been it's been done since the beginning of humanity. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's quite and, a big thing to speak for itself. You exactly. Know, yeah, and, like we were talking mm-hmm. before the last, would you say, a hundred years or so. Mm-hmm. Right. People were having babies, like you know, at their house, and mm-hmm. some lady would help them. And there was like none of this craziness we get going modern on. Modern medicine, and, and how many people were born that way? Yep. Billions well, and billions and billions of people. Yeah, and there's two sides to this because I, I see both sides. I'm I'm a healthcare professional, so I see the healthcare side of it. I yeah. think that we have a very good healthcare system. I think I, I believe in the in the doctors and the hospitals that we have, and I think that the reason that a lot of you know, babies are are um, born healthy is because of that. I think that we have good doctors and 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 we have good hospitals to have babies at, so a lot more babies are saved. So you've been going through this, and uh-huh. you signed up. You've been doing it how many weeks? This is uh, we've done six weeks now, so we're okay. about halfway yep. through it. And um, <laughs> and so uh, basically the. Uh, the approach from this class is that um, Western medicine, or at least the the way that um, that doctors and hospitals these days go, is that they are trained or they prepare for worst case scenario. They they're trained right. for uh, uh, a medical emergency, basically, and so it's almost like they, at least from the viewpoint of this class, they treat all births as a potential medical emergency unless no unless 
um, notified otherwise or, yep. you know, whatever. So it's almost like a completely normal natural birth is almost a surprise to some doctors. That makes and, sense. Um, and so that's kind of the approach that they have. And so the, really the idea being that all births, should, it should be reversed so that all it should be a surprise when there is a medical emergency okay. and, and that you need the services. And so um, basically some of the – you go back to the uh, – to human – culture to human society and and the history how how cavemen did it how um you know uh how the aborigines do yeah, their birthing totally. you know people that don't have access to health care because it, you know if you really think about it childbirth is a natural human uh function and that you know it's not intended it, it it's not supposed to i guess be a, a medical emergency the way that it's it's sometimes treated so yeah. uh if you do look at it i mean you have um these tribes it, like in in, Ab- in the aborigines in, in australia you have these tribes that practice essentially natural childbirth and um it involves uh the women of the village gathering around the person having the baby and and they you know they grab onto a tree trunk and they hold on and they squat down and they basically push this baby out this is all stuff that you're planning on doing right <laughs> <laughs> well and that's and that's kind of where the course is coming from is it's promoting as close to a natural setting as possible so but you so, said you're going to be at the hospital still right exactly yeah okay so, so you're kind of going halfway and then just halfway in case, and so the yeah. idea so really the key behind this course is they're trying to get you to get your hospital setting as as much of a simulation of a comfortable home setting as possible. Okay. Um, and again, the idea being, if if you're in a setting that's unfamiliar to you, as a as a human being, you're you know if you're looking at your instincts, you're going to be more um, prone to to being in that fight or flight mode where your yeah. uh, your body kind of it's not comfortable in the setting that it's in. And so if you kind of put yourself into caveman days, if, if you're a mother that's having a baby and you're in a, uh, in a dangerous area where there's, you know, wild animals and stuff that's, that's, it's out, that's lurking out there. Your mm-hmm. body, your body is actually going to fight having the baby in that setting oh, because it wants to protect, because it, it wants to protect. And itself. so your body is going to resist having the it's baby pretty interesting. and it'll be more difficult. So the theory is that the more comfortable you are with your surroundings, the more your body is going to be comfortable with having a a, a problem. That's why Malat's going to have his kid in a strip yeah. club. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, just right down here on the right. stripper booth. And there you go. Maybe, whatever, maybe we'll whatever is most comfortable. So Trisha may object. Yeah, most likely. So yeah, so if you're able to be uh, comfortable in this in the hospital setting, or at least make the make the room comfortable and and promote that. Yeah. Supposedly, it facilitates. Uh, everything happening at a at a at a more comfortable rate and everything happens cool. smoother so from what from what the instructor says um a home birth is entirely different than a hospital birth just for that reason uh women tend to be it, i'd imagine it's a freaking brutal dude yeah that's gotta be what tough. do you think the chances are that you're halfway through it and your wife's going to be screaming for the drugs exactly yeah. well <laughs> give me <it> <laughs> sorry dude yeah. we can't do that the yeah. chances are extremely high that that happens okay. and i think that that is exactly what uh you know the fact that the drugs are available mm-hmm. and uh the fact in fact you know supposedly women go through this 
psychological mode where you almost lose they almost lose control of their um their sane psycho- psychological state and they then they I'm not going to touch that one right <laughs> well you got experience with that no can you vouch for that uh no well the plan for us was always you know give us the drugs as early as possible yeah. she, i mean we were rolling in the door going you know where's the epidural uh-huh. <laughs> yeah we want this to be painless son yeah mm-hmm. yeah so and i mean to each his own i yeah you know i commend anybody who who can do it naturally and i mean that's like you were saying the mm-hmm. the real way the natural way that's cool but uh you know Drug, drugs are fine too. Well, that's for, the thing. I that. see it. And like I said, I, I I recognize the advantage of modern medicine. I think if if you have the resources available to do the entire thing pain free, then why not utilize yeah. it? Uh, and again, the class the class. Like I said, I don't necessarily agree with this viewpoint, but it goes back to um, the idea that drugs perhaps inter- You know, the idea that babies. Are, are designed to have that um, sensory input of coming out of the birth canal and the sensory input of, you know, latching on for the first time once they're out and everything being completely, um, you know, not interfered with by, uh, by what, when you have the epidural or if there is a C-section mm-hmm. and, and basically... Interfering with the natural process, but uh, I mean, my my argument against that is always, well, you know, look at so and so, look at look at anybody you pick out of a crowd who was a C section, who was natural birth, who was uh, epidural. You can't, in my experience, tell one person from the other. Right. So uh, some of the evidence, I mean, it's all kind of anecdotal. I don't, you know, I think that each person that comes from each viewpoint has if they feel strongly about it, they have their own research that they've done that it's beneficial to do it one way or the other. But I, I don't know. I kind of tend to think that help, you know, if the baby's healthy, the baby's alive, they, they grow up. Um, it's, it's pretty much the same, same path. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, your opinion sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going along with the natural thing. I think, you know, I respect my wife's, uh, wishes to try to do it that way. She's also she's not extreme one way or the other either. She expects she wants to try it. She doesn't. She thinks she likes the option of having the the drugs available if yeah. they're there. Um, Good luck, Monique. Yep. <laughs> Tell us how it is. And uh, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I think I, I don't. I, I think, tell you what, it's a whole world. It's a, it's a whole world of really um, pretty intense debate when you have these when you have the the extreme natural childbirth purists they're they're very passionate about their opinion so yeah we I, we talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. i don't know if we made a decision i i if i remember correctly i think trisha is going to have the epidermal you know available and i most likely go that route i think she's good i think a lot of women go in it like okay i'm going to try without and see how far i can get and then if i just pull the cord then yep. let's do this right. cuz they can do it that quick can't they like yeah, I'm it, sure there's a certain point to where you cannot anymore. Well, a certain doctor needs to do it. It can't just be anybody. It's you know a nurse isn't doing. It. I think it's the so you have to plan. You do have to plan for it then. You to do make sure that of, person's available. Yeah, there's yeah, an there, anesthesiologist has to do it, and they're also you have to be under a certain number of centimeters dilation. Yeah, okay. that's and um, that's what my other friend Justin talked mm-hmm. about because 
I think they were not going to go into it. At a certain point, his wife said, no, I want one right now. And right. she was past the point where she could have one, so she couldn't, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just Yikes. a quick poke or anything. It's like a 10, 15-minute process once they're there to get them all prepped Isn't it like, and like ready. Isn't like a needle that goes in their spine or yeah. something like that? Yeah, that's right. Yep, right in, the, a needle, right like, in the lower back. Oh, wow. Yeah. And another thing to consider, too, is when they if, – if, if ever um, – you're induced, which, you know, they give you a drug called Pitocin to induce uh, contractions. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have a nat- natural contractions are, are at a certain, it's like waves. It basically, you can, you, can, you can almost graph contractions like waves on a, on a scale. And natural contractions go at certain intensity, certain intervals. And the Pitocin... What are actually contractions? It's um, the, the uterus... Which is surrounded by smooth muscles, kind of like intestines. If you ever had, <laughs> you know, cramping when you have like uh, diarrhea or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, that. It's, oh, yeah, God, to kind of compare that. But the yeah. uterus, it's similar to that. So the uterus actually goes into it's like a pulse series. Thing? Yeah, a series okay. of contractions, and it's designed to start off more spaced out, and then get more more intense and more cl- and closer together as. As labor progresses, so there's and, a big old area where that baby can just shoot right out. And so the right. uterus itself <laughs> is actually slide. something like that. The uterus is actually contracting down, and it feel and it's painful for the mother Oof. because it feels like cramping. It feels like, and I, it, you know, women always say there's no way you can describe the pain. Yeah, of it. For, oh, for, unless you um, go through it for exactly. Sure. And so yeah, you have that because then you have you have the contractions plus the the stretching and. You know, tearing and all the carnage. Ooh, yeah, so, we talked about that yeah. one time where <laughs> stitches needed to be done. So, Ooh. so overall, but the pitocin is a drug that induces the contractions, and so actually, kind of artif- artificially speeds things causes up. the contractions. And, and what they are is they're more rapid and they're more intense. And so to and so basically, the 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 argument with with pitocin is if you're going to try to do a natural childbirth without a without a uh, without painkillers or without a epidural, then you, it's almost impossible if you have drug induced contractions because you're looking at Double contractions pain. you know times two times two frequency, you know and and again the natural theory is that you know we have evolved. Um, to have for women that have natural contractions, the contractions are spaced out at that for a reason, so that you have time to recover and get ready for the next push. Whereas the pitocin, it's almost impossible to recover from that, yeah. and uh, you just beg for the drugs at that point. And and, and it might be too late. And you sh- and exactly, some some women get trapped into that, and it is too late. Um, but again, you know, we haven't got we haven't been there yet. They don't know what's going to happen. So let's talk about something more fun, <laughs> and not so much pain and agony and wishing you never got pregnant in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a tip for you. What? Um, be one good. thing that I did uh, during the Stacy had a C-section, so during that that la- that lasts a little while. But um, now, why did she? Did, the doctor said she needed one. Uh, yes. Yeah, we Because that's where they cut, they actually make an incision. Yeah. We went in, um, at about noon, uh, for her to be induced, like you said, with the drugs Mm -hmm. and stuff to, Mm -hmm. to start it off. And she was, I think she was in labor until the next night. So we were there overnight. Wow. That's a lot. And then. Sounds uh, like a long time. Yeah. Because Danae was born around six, uh, almost seven o'clock, I think, at night. 
Uh, so we were there for over a day, um, and she was, you know, having contractions. They, it wasn't progressing and stuff, and, and she was in some pain, and she got some meds, and she got the epidural and all that stuff. She was ready to go for, you know, all the normal stuff. But then we, uh, well, the doctor decided to have a C-section eventually. Um, and my tip for you was, um, no matter how you do it, uh, if, if, you know, she doesn't want a ton of pictures or video or anything. Yeah. I actually did uh, on my iPhone. I did a voice memo of the whole thing, so we got Ooh. we've got sound of the entire thing for like a half wow. hour. So that's kind of cool with the doctor, you know, talking her through it. And did you saying, use the, the voice memo app or did you have a different yeah. app? No, just the regular thing on the iPhone, just the standard cool. voice memo. Yeah, huh. that's interesting. Wow, yeah. I like that. Yep, yep. And and you know Not we're so in the intrus- intrusive. We're in the operating room, so you can hear all the beeping and all the you know nurses scuffling around and how stuff could like you that. resist taking pictures cool. oh i i did pictures too but you oh. were you were saying earlier i think before we started the podcast about uh Bring doing him. video or yeah, something exactly so, you know if she doesn't want that you know you can sneak your your phone in there and hit record or video on your phone oh, there you she go. won't even know <laughs> <laughs> no i think the video i would i don't think i actually would videotape the birth i think it was just the <clears throat> post-birth <clears throat> kind of thing okay so. yeah yeah we'll see but uh, mm-hmm. voice memo is a good option if uh, I like that. Yeah, That's neat. so you kind of paint the picture. Yeah, when you go back. And <laughs> yep, I've I've still got it on my phone. I right. I mean, uh, when she was when she turned one, I think we listened mm-hmm. to it for a few minutes, and I, you know, every once in a while, I'll listen to a couple of seconds of it or whatever, and kind of relive it for a minute. So it's it's kind of cool. That mm-hmm. is very neat. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. So now that your daughter is one and a half, almost, almost one and a half. Yep. Does she does she start talking yet? Yeah, she says she says a bunch of things. You know, nothing nothing real coherent. She's not putting sentences together Just or whatever. Words, but like she'll say, ball or yeah, she'll say ball. She'll say you know, mama, dada. You know, she'll say sippy for her cup, and she'll you know she'll say hi. She says hi a ton yeah. to people, and she'll hi, say bye yeah. bye and stuff. But yeah, it's it's high cool. fives at all. Oh yeah, sweet. Yep, yep. She does that. She does the fist bump. Nice. <laughs> Has she found like? like television yet or anything yeah you know what that can comprehend what that is yeah 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 we're you know we're not we're not those people who are going to shelter their kids from from everything uh right away you know we 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 debated whether we should do it a lot and we don't do it a ton you Mm -hmm. know but she'll she'll watch mickey mouse or whatever for you know 15 minutes or something so she knows what it is and she likes it and she'll sit there and she'll she'll watch it but we won't let her you know sit there forever or anything yeah, like three hours at a time no, it's like hey just no. see her and be quiet kid <clears throat> yeah daddy's I gotta w- have a few beers my guess would be she probably watches maybe 20 minutes a day if that oh yeah there's so much yeah no i've heard a lot of people like praising netflix <laughs> for like their their kids menu on the do you have netflix yeah mm-hmm. and i heard that's like a lot of guys say it's awesome it's like you know, you don't need to go rent movies or, you know. Right. I'm sure there's kids' channels for, you know. The only thing I think of is, like, Nickelodeon and PBS and stuff. I don't, is there a channel with, like, just little kids' shows all the time? On Netflix or on, on, on cable? On, on cable. I was just curious. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because we don't have cable. Uh, I think the biggest... Uh, the the biggest one right now is probably like Disney Junior or something, and we've got TiVo. Oh, that we, would make sense. We've Disney. got TiVo, so we'll you know keep a couple of episodes of of things on there for Dora the Explorer. Yeah, <laughs> yep, she's seen that. So for sure, yeah, yeah, we're, we're a big Netflix um, in acquiring content sure. through various means. Yep, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of kids stuff out yeah, there for that too. Totally, good deal. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if there's anything else. Man, we've covered so many topics. This is only five episodes, so that's maybe approximately 10-ish hours of content talking about 
this kind of stuff. And luckily, every episode, we've actually, like, every episode covers, like, we always talk about the vehicle in every episode. Um, and maybe, I think television actually comes up in every single one. But it's, like, the names that we talked about today, I don't think we've ever really talked about that mm-hmm. in any other podcast. That's good. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like, I have questions about. I know it's, we haven't done classes yet. I know we're, there's some sort of classes in like a tour of the hospital mm-hmm. we're planning on doing, I think pretty soon, if I remember correctly. But Trisha asked me, she goes, do you want to do, you know, the one or two hours a night for X amount of weeks or just get it all done in one day? It's like, done in one day, man. I don't want to have to like go to the freaking, or go to some place mm-hmm. once a week. I just, uh, I don't know. How far do you have to drive if, if everything goes down when you're at home? Well, um... Now we go to see this the uh, the doctor, whatever kind of doctor is she an OGBYN? Is that who you go see? No, or is that someone else? No, that's something else. Whatever yeah, well, doctor we go see for our like monthly yeah, the OBGYN yeah. could be a go- yeah. yeah depends. Now on. does that mean I have we have the kid at her hospital or could it be? She is. I think the way it works is she'll be associated with a certain place, a certain hospital. Even if her office is somewhere else, she'll she'll usually go to the same hospital, and then okay. you'll go to that. So you one. don't go to a hospital for your appointments. You go to no. We it's a like a pregnancy. Yeah, we go to a hospital downtown on the one on Michigan Avenue. Which, which one? So which hospital? Are I you don't even know. Having is it? I think it's Spectrum, maybe. Okay. But so if we do have our kid there, it's from my work. My work's actually we're moving downtown from. The outskirts of downtown. What if so, it's at like two a.m.? Um, then we have a drive. <laughs> I mean, it'll it, twenty-five minute okay thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, we're not going to any place close here in Caledonia. Okay, it's Grand Ra- downtown Grand Rapids for Metro, sure. Metro is probably the closest, uh, and it's kind of is that the south six one. Yeah, yeah. But if you're doing Spectrum, then yeah, you're probably doing. It'll be downtown. And, yeah. But my work is where we're moving to is literally like five blocks from it. So that's good. If it happens during the day I'm at work or if I need, you know, for whatever. But it seems like a lot of people end up driving in, you know. Mm-hmm. You almost got a 50-50 chance of you being at home or at work. Yeah. Just yep. about. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not 50-50 chance because I don't work 12, hour days, 12 hours a day every <laughs> single day. That's good math. Yeah. So less than 50% chance. Yeah. It was kind of nice for us work. because uh, we had about a six-second drive or about a 60-second walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, to that's, go there from you home. got it made for sure. Yeah. And it was all scheduled and stuff. So we, you know, we just headed over there at our appointed time. But, yeah. mm. you know, if, if it would have happened in the middle of the night or something, it wouldn't have been a big deal. For sure. Right. That it, was ho- Holland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. My sister had her baby at Zealand, and uh, that was... A good experience. I mean, it's funny how Zealand is almost, I mean, it was like a ghost campus. I mean, it's like, it seems like there's nobody there every time I've been there. Well, isn't been, the hospital fairly new? Only in like the last five years. Yeah, I mean, I know Spectrum bought it. It was Zealand Community Hospital, and then mm. and Spectrum acquired it. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that. But it's all brand new facilities. I mean, it was it was, it was good. I know, I think um, Boobies had their baby there, I think, and... Uh, yeah, I think that good things. I think that it, like the Zealand Holland area, like it's far enough away from downtown, mm-hmm. where a lot of people that probably live in those areas probably still go downtown. It's not like everybody that lives in that area goes to this one hospital, and it's just out there far enough where I, I could see it being like not super busy all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But hey, I mean that's probably good. Less chaos going around while you're trying to do your thing and right. Have to yeah. worry about drama from other baby mamas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows? And I, you know, I think it depends on what you're looking for with your birthing suite as well. Um, 
you, Ooh, know, you had back, a birthing suite. Right, or nice. whatever they call it. Uh, you know, I've heard uh, that, you know, depending on the hospital, sometimes Spectrum, they'll move you. They'll move you from where you have the baby to where you, you know, kind of recover to a mm-hmm. different room. And so some, hmm. some, some women or, you know, some, some couples would see that as uh, important to know if, if you're going to be in the same room for the whole time. Yeah. Um, I think that happens a lot if you um, if you come in to have a normal you know regular labor mm-hmm. or whatever, and then they tell you, okay, you're going to have a C-section. I think at least at Holland Hospital, the C-section rooms are different than the than the other rooms yeah. um, because the the rooms where you know you have a natural birth and stuff are going to be the ones with all the the big lights and the you know all the equipment that's right there when mm-hmm. you need it and stuff, and uh, when you have the c-section you actually go into the operating room and so when you recover you get i don't know a different one a, a, a smaller room. one or whatever yeah. so sometimes people don't like to have c-sections because they get the smaller room yeah the smaller <laughs> the smaller crappy <laughs> room for a couple of days we actually lucked out and we stayed in the same room that we were in so she had the big room to start off with and then we had uh, a, a c-section we were we uh, went right back to it because of uh i think it was because there were too many people in the C-section rooms or something like that. They had hey. other people scheduled, and we were like, Sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Fine. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Right. So I guess I have a question that's come up before is, like, once you like, how long after you give birth? So you said you gave birth to Danae at, like, 6 o'clock at night or something. Yeah. When did you get to bring her home? Um, I'm trying to remember. Like the next day? She was there. No, it wasn't Two- the next day. Because it was a C-section, I think we stay a little bit longer than a regular labor. I don't know for sure, but I think it it was a couple of days. Really? You know, maybe maybe three. Yeah, and they uh, they changed they that changed ever? the amount of they changed the maternity leave based on recovery for a C-section. Yeah, well. I think you get longer. Yep. Longer uh, disability off of work if it's a C-section. To heal as well. up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because the recovery for a C-section is way harder than mm. than a regular. Yeah. Well, it's a surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so you bring Danae home three days later or so, and like, what's it like? You, you the first night you bring her home, and the next couple days, this is just like <laughs> like not being able to like sleep because this baby's crying all the time. Uh, or is it actually easier right then? It's like, why the crap did they let, let us take this kid home? <laughs> it's like insanity. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my wife knows what she's doing, so she's she's good with all that stuff, and you know, I I caught on too. But yeah, it's it's weird the first couple weeks or whatever, you know, caring for this kid and stuff. But no uh, nurses, nope, no nurses. <laughs> yeah, that's it's kind of a change that way. But uh, do the babies know? just cry like all the freaking time? Um, no, or is it just when they do? It's a random time. Yeah, yeah, random times. Could be two a.m. Could yeah. be two p.m. Yeah, I think uh, all the way through for you know the last year or whatever. Our, We've been told at least, and we we believe people is that our our kid's pretty easy. So mm-hmm. I think That's we've good. been I think we've been blessed with that. And um, you know, I I don't remember many times where you know it was really really frustrating or anything. You know, she'll she'll cry at night, and and you'll deal with it and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it it went well. So yeah, that's, that's been one of the biggest things I've heard from. You know, I'll tell somebody that we're you know, expecting a baby, and then uh, they'll. Mm-hmm. Say, You'll have someone say, you know, enjoy enjoy your sleep while you can still get it. And that <laughs> I hear that freaking all all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. And and uh, and so I honestly don't know what to think about that because I've heard both extremes. I've heard with quote unquote difficult babies, mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, you know, I couldn't get more than an hour and a half, two hours of sleep at a time, and you know, it's just like weeks and weeks and weeks of this. 
Then you hear other parents, they're like, well, we got, you know, we can get eight to ten hours of sleep on a, on a given night. The baby sleeps through the night. And yeah. so I guess that's the difference between a difficult baby and a Yeah, and I don't know. Baby. I don't know if I'd say eight to ten, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I, as far as I remember, I think she would, you know, sleep for a couple hours here right. and there. You'd get up, you'd feed, you know, mm-hmm. my wife would feed her at first, you know, uh, but yeah, it it went pretty good. It, I mean, I don't want to paint it too rosy of a picture right. because it could be, you know, you're up all night and stuff. But, but uh, yeah, as far as I know, it it's it's but, a little bit of a transition, but right. it's not as horrible as people say. Yeah, I'm kind of gathering. It's just you do what you got to do. Yeah, and you just adapt. And yeah, absolutely. yeah. And when it's especially, you know, people say it, and mm. it's not their kid. They don't know what's going on. And and when it's your own kid, you know, and they're crying at 3 a.m., you have no problem getting up and and you know. Yeah, making them happy and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to you got to trade off too. Um, uh-huh. You know, for the first, I want to say, three months, maybe, maybe four, something like that. We had uh, Danae in our bedroom with us mm-hmm. in like a little uh, napper crib type type thing. So she was right there, and so if we needed to get up, you know, we don't have to go far. And, you know, if, if she needs to be fed, that's going to be my wife because, mm-hmm. you know, she was feeding her, feeding her at that time, you know, mm-hmm. no bottles or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be there and help out during the day cause she's up at night. So, right, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and I, I, that's exactly what those comments got me thinking about was, um, you know, I'm used, I'm used to a solid, <laughs> you know, eight, eight nine, eight, nine hour yeah. night of eight, sleep. Same here. And, um, and so, you know, it's a little bit terrifying when someone just, like, threatens you and they say, you know, oh, boy, you're in for a rude awakening. You're going to be <laughs> you're gonna be up. You're going to just be miserable, you know, in the morning. And um, I do have some practices. I'm actually on call, like, once a month. Uh-huh. And something could happen at 2, 3, 4 in the morning randomly, and i got to get up and do something. So I'm, I think I'll be used to being able to, you know, jump yeah. out of bed fine if mm-hmm. needed. Right. Yep. That's good. But Yeah, yeah and definitely, uh, take it from me, definitely volunteer to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know if I did it enough, but you know, you should. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine at the very beginning of everything, your wife's probably going to want to do everything because well, I would just she does do everything essentially. I mean, if you're, yeah. she's feeding and for feeding, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think as far as nighttime things go, that's hard to really for do the first a whole few lot weeks. It's other, like you, yeah, it's pointless for you to do anything. I don't know. Maybe okay. not pointless. Well, but I think right. if she needs to be doing something at all times for the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I think things like probably running errands, grocery yep. shopping, that sort yep. of thing probably becomes so much Dude, more Dude, I'm a grocery shopping yep. pro. I yeah. love grocery shopping. I'm the freaking man at it. Yep. So I always do it. That's kind of what I'm seeing as my role will be to attend more to those things. And I'm, you know, kind of your stereotypical guy. I really... I don't I don't do the grocery shopping, I don't do the cooking and cleaning, I don't do any of that stuff right now. And I do kind of see myself stepping into that role a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. So that's a good question. Um food, like baby food and stuff. Like not necessarily baby food like the goo that you get in little like little Gerber crap. But like have, well and you only have a, a you know, one point five year old. <laughs> one point five. Why did I think that was the <laughs> good way to say it? You have a year and a half year old or so. 
or do you call it what sixteen months, eighteen months? You still go by months? Uh, well, that's it's kind of funny because I hate when people do that. Yeah, I say I have a one year old. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be the exact same. Yeah, when people sure. say my kid's thirteen months, my kid's you know forty seven months or whatever, I'm just like, <laughs> say you have a two uh, yeah. four year old. Yeah, so. but well, the food like we are so bad at cooking food. I eat garbage like six days a week for all meals Mm -hmm. i usually don't eat breakfast lunch i usually go some fast food or i'll bring stuff for like a sandwich for work and dinner it's always like an oven pizza or like you know chicken nuggets or some hot dogs or crap Mm -hmm. i we don't cook trisha trisha she tries to eat healthier so she'll make salady stuff for herself but we never like make meals together but like once a month yeah and i'm like that's got to change if you're going to have a kid. I mean, you got to start making meals. It's more so when they mm-hmm. reach the age where they're eating regular food. Yep. Baby food is something totally different, obviously. Yep. Yeah, it'll take probably at least, I would say, about a year until they're eating the same, you know, kinds of stuff that you're eating. A year? Really? They Like, yeah. your daughter eats regular food now? Um, For the most part. She's still got uh, her carrots, own little, mashed potatoes, her little toddler things and whatever. Her steak? Baby stuff, does she like steak? I don't think she's ever had steak. <laughs> <laughs> does she have teeth yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she got a lot of teeth uh, real quick. Dude, so. give that girl some steak. Corn, on, corn on the cob. <laughs> just, get, just challenge her right <laughs> up. Hold it up. Yep. Well, fun. you know, you uh, you know of all the controversy with that Time Time magazine with the three-year-old or the four-year-old nursing still on the – you remember that? Oh, yes, that yes, I do. Yeah, that's like a little too old to be doing that's that. That's crazy. Uh, that's, that's out there too. That's got controversy. How long do you breastfeed? And, I don't I have no idea. And uh, so that some people do it as long as they can. Some, some people, people switch. So some right. people can't, can't really do it? it for more than a week or not at all. So it it doesn't matter. Yeah. Is there a benefit Whatever to doing do. it longer? Like yeah, some people say there there's a benefit to to doing it, but some you know it doesn't work for everybody. So right. what do you, what would the, do you have any idea what the benefits would be to? Uh, there's like longer? healthy stuff, immune and system, whatever. yeah, because um, it's healthier food that they're getting consistently. I think so. Again, that it, again, it goes back to the natural uh, argument, and um, you know the the argument for being for for breastfeeding is you're getting all of all of the mother's um, enzymes and ones and, and zeros and, yeah, and binary mean, immune system. DNA. So there's there's supposedly a lot of benefits to it, but you know again, you know if every you know all the babies end up growing up. What so. if the mother's an alcoholic? That'd be an issue. Would yeah, it? So the milk alcohol, they produced, alcohol, could alcohol affect that? Uh, yeah. Alcohol directly goes into the so milk. So the kid would be getting drunk? Have you it, heard of the term Have you heard know. of the, the term pump and dump? Is that where you would pump breast milk into like a bottle and save it? That's that, where it, just the opposite. You would pump it out and then you'd get rid of it. Oh, why would you? So, if, oh, in case she was so have if, been drinking yeah, or something. If exactly. mom, let's say, let's say that. No, uh, I didn't know this. Let's say that they have the baby. Mom decides to go party one night, has a bunch of drinks. Heaven forbid. Then there's a time frame <laughs> that you can calculate that 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 alcohol is going to be in the milk. Uh-huh. You pump that milk out, you dump it. And oh, then that's yeah. That makes that, sense. That milk will have the alcohol. in But it. if you're an alcoholic, then you're just. Screwed. <laughs> then that would be constant, yeah. Just but. give that baby steaks like all, every right. day. That's a whole different yeah. issue. Steaks and Coca-Cola. But it, it's fine if you drink, though. So Yeah, exactly. You know, live it For up. sure. Right, the guy gets off. Yeah, off I, I do like the whole de- like designated DD all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Trisha's good about She doesn't drink a whole ton anyways. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's funny. Right. Well, I know my my sister had a baby a year ago. He's a year old now. And uh, so I 
You That's know, right. I see a lot of at least a sample. At least probably the closest baby in my life is. You should is get your brother-in-law in sometime. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he's to the point. He's eating. He's eating some regular stuff. I think he. I think she breastfed for a few months and then went to went to the baby food and then now he's he's getting kind of a she'll get she'll she'll take regular food and she'll put it into little tiny bites and and he's kind of to that level that he's eating it but mm-hmm. cool yeah so it sounds like he's about as old as justin's he's he's at one year exactly he's oh. july birthday so he's cool. probably a little bit a little bit younger i think there's a for sure probably a big difference between 12 and 18 months if you want to go by, yeah if you want to go to buy yeah i months. would say so month nerd yeah. right yeah. here we got month nerd right here you got walking that happens during that time and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah when is all that like yeah when did danae start walking um gosh when did she start working uh it was probably on, pops, around this stuff? how many months <laughs> <laughs> no you probably don't months. just before she turned a year maybe 11 months something right. like that is that average you think I don't know. Or what would you? Yeah, you I think it's between. Uh, Bill, what the hell? You, how do you know all this stuff? over here? How do you know all this stuff? You don't even have a. Ki- you read so many damn books. <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't, I I've picked up some things, but it's it's. I think it's between ten and fourteen months. Of yeah. Typical uh, walking. That sounds right. I'll go with that. Because yeah. I know I like see uh, like women. You, it's usually women on Facebook. You know who are always the ones that post like a billion pictures of their kids. Which is, I mean, if you're proud of your kid, what, that's fine. Yep. It just, it, right now. Being, you know, I'm 30 years old. There's lots. I'm friends with lots of people that are having that mm-hmm. either have or having little kids. So it's just like my feed is full of yeah. baby pictures. So I'm baby not, book. I know a lot of people complain about it. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I don't care. I mean, it's like you know, I'm. I probably won't be posting as many as much as some other people do. Um, but hey, you know, it's yeah. it's their thing. It's no big deal. I'm not going to give them shit for that. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because we haven't. I don't even noticed. I don't know. I'm not active on Facebook really, but we. Really haven't posted on Facebook either, if, yeah. as far as that goes. As, and, as uh, far as our pregnancy, no, yeah, yeah. Trisha doesn't. And so that is kind of interesting because you get the you get the one extreme where it's literally every day, every every few hours. There's there is, I, I there's and, someone that has that posts a picture every single day, yeah. and I know actually how many days old this kid is because they're on like ninety <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. And there's a oh day ninety nine picture of a baby again yikes <laughs> but it, it i will give them credit because it, they usually do something kind of funny and some of these pictures i've actually chuckled at it's like baby with like you know a uh xbox controller or something like that or i don't know something <laughs> dumb <laughs> i just got a kick out of it but i'm just like really you're posting pictures every single day yeah. there's people that hate you right now right right i i will not go as far as to say i would hate anybody like that I, there's a little button you can just yeah unsubscribe or whatever yep. i don't want to see yep. that stuff but you know anymore. there's something about there's something about parenthood that it really does kind of put you at the center of your universe, and I think you know some people are excited enough about it. And they they want to share you know what, what they're going through. I'm screwed. I'm screwed for this. I probably will post a billion pictures of my kid because the number one thing I think I post about on Facebook is probably my dog. Yeah, all the damn time. <laughs> that's, that's probably a good indicator. All the yeah, damn time. This is find not good. I can't do this. Yeah, I've had actually people tell me like, dude. Chill out with your dog. We've seen the pictures. I have like a billion pictures of my dog on there. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've heard that 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 transition from people before. Where they go, you go from. Dog I'm to gonna baby. be that guy that posts a hundred thousand pictures. You're of definitely kid. gonna be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like I'm gonna try not to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think your mom will, but I'm gonna just try apologize not to do that. in advance. Just exactly. warn people. And you'll be fine. I'm curious to know if my kid is ever going to want to listen to these podcasts. Because we're recording them. They're out there well, forever. Put, put yourself in, in those shoes. If your dad was doing 
a podcast would would you have wanted in the nineteen in nineteen eighty one nineteen eighty yeah um if if he would have done a podcast like this I absolutely would listen I, to it I hundred percent would yeah now I know there's a lot of people that like aren't into podcasts by any means they don't even know what they are like right like my dad that left me the message that we played for the intro he didn't. Grasp right at first, show. yeah. He didn't ra- grasp that it's called a podcast. He goes, "Oh, your my your iPad show, your iPod <laughs> show, the iPodcast or something like that." And it was just funny. Right, it's right. definitely not mainstream yet. No. Not even but, so. But you, but you would would you would you listen to his yes. eight track recording? I totally would. <laughs> I I hundred percent would. Right. I would love to hear like what was going on or what he had to say or what his friends had to say. Right. Or like you know whatever. I think it'd be and I would love to compare it to like today. That would be so right. crazy. Like the things they would talk about 20, 30 years ago mm-hmm. compared to today. Because we're talking about Netflix and you know yep. what kind of car. Yep. They're right. probably talking about, pff, I don't even know what they would talk about. That's the thing. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? I have no idea. Yeah. But uh, Justin said, you know, podcasts aren't mainstream yet. In main, mainstream, no, not at all. But do you know how many, like, if you go on iTunes and, like, look through the podcast, you know how many freaking things are out there right there's so much do you listen to a podcast i listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. do you yep. i listen to a few different ones um i've tried a lot of them and a, a lot of them i don't like but it is crazy like anybody can put it out there <laughs> right you know in a bunch like i would say 50 percent of them probably suck balls but you know there's a lot of really good ones not this one yeah no no of course not not this one but you're right it, it hasn't hit because there's people that don't know what a podcast is like right. my dad didn't know the phrase podcast mm-hmm. so that's you know he's just a regular guy listens to radio or whatever but if you said you know obviously he knows what netflix is or you know probably knows what i don't know something else that's mm-hmm. mainstream he probably he's <laughs> probably heard the nerd with the word nickelback before or something <laughs> like that yep so but yeah I, I i think we're we're i'm at a we're at a good uh we're hopping on the train here because I think in the next like ten years or something like that, like radio is going to be done. It's going to be all. Yeah. Po- it's going to be live streaming stuff like Ustream, Justin yep. TV. I wouldn't doubt it. In and lots of podcasting, and, and then it's going to be the same for like television and movies. It's all going to be online based. There's going to be. Mm-hmm. Ca- I think cable. It, I, I can't say when, but I think cable is going to be something of the past. Mm-hmm. In the uh, in the studio now, in the lobby, and in in the studio where I take pictures, we uh, play music. And yeah. we used to do it through the radio, obviously. And uh, I've set up two computers where we do it uh, all through Groove Shark now. So yep, Groove Shark. Groove yep, Groove Shark's good. Yep. It's a. It's a. I so like it's, it. It's moving. It's better than Pandora because you can. You actually have a say in what you listen yeah. to. Really. And Pandora is cool because you can just pick a channel and right. it just plays. Some people just like the random stuff. Random mood. But for me, you know, I, yeah, I love Groove Shark because you could actually like set up playlists. And yeah. It's a, it's, it's kind of like Spotify as well. Yeah, Same I mean, if you want to listen to a song, all you do is you type, type in, in the in the word, and it's there. Mm-hmm. You can stream it. And then obviously YouTube's got video for all that. Yep. Same same thing. Right. So you select your your genre. So if you don't just want to be at the mercy of whatever's on the radio, yep. then you're interested in in uh, expecting dead. Exactly. Exactly. For yep. sure. Mm. Yeah. So look at this. Look what this podcast has become. For sure, it's it's. I mean, we got guys. Look, now that you're here, another expecting father is myself. Justin's got the best of both worlds. He's got a kid, and he's expecting. Um, actually, I'm thinking. You know, at first I thought this was like a really stupid idea. I was like, who the hell would want to listen to this? And I didn't care about who'd want to listen to it. More of the fact that I could learn this stuff without having to read books because I hate reading, obviously. Um, 
It's but it's also turned into a. I've been meeting more people because I've had a couple mm-hmm. guys on here that I didn't know. Like I, I barely knew Justin nope. before tonight. Now I feel like I know you quite a lot better, <laughs> and I've, I've learned a few things that I do need to learn, regardless of whether, however, I'm going to get it, reading a magazine or a book or whatever. I would rather get the information this way. It just I'm able to process it better. Mm. But um, I was thinking. I've gotten feedback on this podcast is actually one of out of the three I do. This is one of the most popular, one of the most downloaded ones because there's lots of other guys out there. Like mostly that I know there's a couple randoms out there that download this and listen to it. And it's like, you know, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at some point this podcast will probably end. I'll probably do a couple after the kids born Mm -hmm. and obviously I'll have you on again and we can compare notes and all that kind of stuff. And then maybe I'll do it like once a year. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But it, yeah. But the whole yeah. The whole. Well, as we go through the birthing process, it's gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have a lot, you know, almost almost real time stories yeah. that are going on. Uh, yeah, here. I can't so, wait yeah. to compare like what happens after the fact mm-hmm. to what I thought or what I was expecting. You know, exactly. It's gonna be so. I'm crazy. surprised you think you're only gonna do a couple more because as you start to. Uh, you know, for example, you talk about the vehicle and the equipment that you, you maybe know, it'll change the the pack and play yeah, the uh, you know the baby showers the 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 toys and the equipment that you're getting changing diapers all these things are probably you know these are things that are just perspective situations right now and for then sure. you know, all of a sudden they're going to be reality and then I don't know you might have a lot more to talk about than you think. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. after he or she is born then this will be an ongoing thing that I'll just be like, "Hey, now I can give." It's going to be an, it's going to be an outlet. Dad. <laughs> Dude, it, I never really thought about right. that. That's a great idea. Maybe, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll talk see about sure. that stuff. Yeah. I know I will. We're actually uh I'm in talks with um someone to start a new podcast. Um it's going to be a fitness CrossFit nutrition podcast. Hmm healthy living style guy style um i have a friend who's been on a he's actually been an expecting dad and american um rob straighting and he's super into you know working out and all this kind of stuff and he who prank called me no that's that's ryan (laughs) okay and he's actually also coming tonight i heard uh so that'll be funny that'll be great because you'll get to meet him that's hilarious (laughs) that's so funny that little inside story there Anyway, so yeah, so hopefully we'll be adding a fourth podcast to this whole series. Um, and yeah, this is going nuts. You know, I'm finishing that room, you know, next mm-hmm. in the other side of the house and this whole studio moving there. Well, luckily, once that happens, the dog will not be a problem anymore with barking randomly all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're just going to do things like that. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Not to mention the baby related. Uh, additions as the nursery comes along. Oh yeah, that'll be so. yeah. I'm excited to see like what that ends up looking like because you know now it's basically an empty room with a couple yeah. pieces of furniture and you know it's painted. So is 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 does Trisha have baby showers planned right now? Um, planned. I don't or know. I mean, like has someone? I guess can you know you're about a month. At Monique's. Uh, I guess my side of the family, and then she's got some friends from Kalamazoo, and those have just kind of come together in the last couple of weeks. And so, first week of February, or first week of uh, August, we've got she's got a couple of baby showers coming I up. I don't think anything's planned yet. I okay. think they've been talking about right. it, but I don't. So that's probably about where it comes together. Is that something I have to go to? A baby well, shower? that's a traditionally no. <laughs> Usually not. Traditionally, oh, it's no. like the, a, so it's like a bridal. Or it's like a. Uh, bachelorette party. You yeah, Justin, you didn't go baby. to any baby showers. Uh, I did not. Okay. Nope. 
I'm encouraged to go to one of them. Uh, the the one the Kalamazoo one I'm encouraged to attend, yeah. which I'm not sure about. I've heard about that's kind of a trend recently that the guy attends the baby shower. I'm not sure what to expect with that, but yeah. um, it, it, from what I know about baby showers, it's it's boring as hell. It's a bunch of it, it, it's mostly women and they're they're baby showering. Products. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But so, yeah, if she wants me to go, I I'll go. I have mm-hmm. no problem with something like that. Yeah. So for sure. Well, I think it might be time to wrap this little bad boy up. Justin, do you have any words of wisdom that you can lead us out with at all? Man, that's a lot of pressure right there. Tons of pressure. <laughs> uh, like I said, just be there. Just be, you know, be present in everything leading up to, the, you know, your kid being born and after. So, Good deal. I'll take, that's definitely something I will be doing. Yeah. And board and plan on that. Be the most yep. supportive husband I can be. Be involved. If thing. she's got some weird craving or something, go do it. Yeah. Go Pickle, get it. Pickles and ice cream at 3 a.m. Right. or something like that. Yep. That's always the standard. Yeah. All right. I can, t- I can see how that's extremely important. Being present. That's the that's the key word, present. Because yeah. yeah, don't available. just say, you know, that's the that's the woman thing or even whatever. I, I tend to... Even though we were just saying the... <laughs> You know, the baby shower is the woman thing. So. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. if, I, if you go, then or if you're invited, then do it. I, I'm, I'm big. I'm big Tigers Lions fan, so I, I tend to turn on a game and kind of tune out, zone out, tune yeah. out the wife a little bit. That, mm-hmm. That's gonna have to stop, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking. Baby's gonna be sitting there right <laughs> with you, watching the game, dude. Yep. Yeah. Checking out how Verlander's doing. So that's that's very good advice. I'm gonna definitely take that to heart for sure. You guys got anything you want to plug? You want to plug your uh, photography, your company? Uh. If anybody has sure, it, uh, it's called Harley Photography. Harley Photography. HarleyStudio.com. But sweet, that's all. We're on Facebook and stuff. Get a hold of Justin. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, yeah. If anybody else has got anything to add, feedback would be much appreciated. You can email me at American at gmail.com or check out our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash/AmericanLOL. Uh, you can get notifications for when we go live and when I release the episodes out on iTunes. Um, Twitter is also out there at uh, V. Oh shoot, that's uh, the verbal train wreck one. Or you can, you can, you can hit us up at V train wreck if you want anything about verbal train wreck. But also at, at American LOL for Twitter. And I guess we'll just go with that. We got a bunch of in- inebriated uh, friends that decided to show up, and uh, it's getting crazy out there today. Babies for life, yo! Can't wait to have this little chilling. It's gonna be fun. Till next time. Thank you very much, Justin and Bill, for coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Take it easy.